Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of... It's our Thanksgiving in Canada episode with Melanie Clampett by request. We actually had a request in from Nevada, and I want to thank the request for uh, requesting it. So thank you, show to Mike in Nevada, for tonight's request. Uh, we are having a show called Thank You for the Oral Sex, seeing as Thanksgiving here and all. So um, the show is actually going to be who knows what, because, you know, it's Melanie and I, and it always goes somewhere with us. Um, one of the things <laughs> that... Uh, so for those of you who have never listened to this show before... Um, I often have guests on and sometimes I don't. And tonight I have Melanie Clampett, who is a certified facilitator of access consciousness. And what qualifies either of us to be on here is that we just really are comfortable talking about sex and bodies. <laughs> That's what qualifies us. We don't have, neither of us are sexologists, neither of us are sex therapists. But we have a lot of tools and we have a lot of fun and we also do have some pretty out there, far out there, interesting ideas about what you can do with bodies, play, and sex. So welcome, Melanie, onto the show of the non-experts on sex. The experts that are non-experts, that are not official because we don't have the letters. <laughs> How fun is it to be I love the expert it. without Thank the letters? Thank you so much, my Lisa. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me back. Well, I love yeah, it. Yeah, what Thank an you. interesting topic, right? And I love that, yes. the, um, the expert, non-expert. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes us so smart about uh, oral sex, Melanie? Is it that we're just so freaking amazing at it? Is that why this person know This person knows that we must be really good at it somewhere. This person's like has this awareness that you and I are like extra talented with oral sex. So we had the request. I think that, that must that. be it. I think that there's somehow you know, a special resume somewhere out on the internet, and we must be at the top of that list for, I love it. you know, knowing about <laughs> oral sex, which is, you know, it's it's actually kind of uh, kind of ironic. You know, when you wrote and asked me about actually being on the show, I, I had, I like had a moment, like, oh, can I talk about oral sex? Like, well, what do I know about oral sex? And like having a conversation about it. Um, so it, it actually had, my wheels kind of going, and it actually took me to a memory. Um, you know, I was kind of a late bloomer. I was always really actually very, very shy. Um, I didn't actually lose my virginity until I was 21. Wow. Um, which is, you know, it's a pretty long time. But that what was really different than most of my friends is that I had actually received um, oral sex uh, before. And most of my girlfriends, you know, who'd actually been, you know, copulating or, you know, having sex since they were 13, 14, and 15 years old, had actually uh, never received it. Wow. So I was like, oh, maybe I am a little bit different in this area. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I 
really love that. I think that's funny that who are yeah. That my very first um experience with uh other than kissing was like my fascination with penises. I was like right in there. I'm like, can I just give you a blowjob? Like to the first boyfriend I had and I was like sixteen I know I must have been sixteen because I could drive because it was in my mom's car and it was a cold night in like November. <laughs> so I was like, I'm doing yeah. this. And I just like went for it. And and I had like no, I had no point of view about it whatsoever. It just sounded like for me, it was like, hey, I'm curious. Can I try this? And there was no like, uh, I actually had no point of view about whether I was be good or bad about it. I had no point of view about sticking my mouth on a penis. I actually had no point of view about it, which is interesting to me that the giving end, I had no point of view about it. Um, and for a really long time, I I actually had no point of view about receiving it for about three years. I had no point, a really long time. So from the time I was 17 and 16 or 17 and had that first encounter to the time I was about 20 and in university, I actually had no point of view about receiving oral sex either. And then at one point in university, one of my roommates said something and it literally put me into a beyond. And for like 16 years after that, I had a godzillion point of view about receiving oral sex. So I know if any of you have ever had that one. So the one comment was that the roommate of mine, she had a, a, a guy friend who was very like frank with her. And he just said, yeah, I don't, I have some girls, you just can't even go down on them because they just stink. And I went to, Oh my God, that's me. So after that, I was like, I, and and then I was like, I created the weirdest, like my armpits would smell funny. Like my, I would just have the muskiest body in the world. Um, I just created so many points of view around smell that my body could create the funniest yeah. smells on it. Right. So, um, and that actually changed a lot, but it was really funny that I just bought that hook, line and sinker that women stink. Wow. Well, yeah, and isn't so, it amazing, you know, when we take on a point of view, it's like, you know, our point of view creates our reality. And, you know, not just the area, you know, of business, not just the area, you know, that sometimes we apply it to, but it, it also applies, you know, to our bodies um, and to sex as well. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting for so many of us, you know, where there there are things that we create, you know, either, you know, physically with our bodies or, you know, emotionally with, you know, being insecure or whatever it is. Um, so often these points of views, you know, don't even belong to us. You know, a girlfriend tells us or a guy friend of ours um, or a family member, like, you know, your mother says, oh, that's dirty or whatever, you know, whatever those points of views are, you know, we take it and then we begin to create stuff out of them. But, you know, the amazing news is like, you know, you took it on, you created, you know, our reality, whether it's working for us or it isn't. So how cool is it that we can actually begin to change it? So what what was it that changed that for you? So it was... Um uh, literally, uh, like uh, having a sexual encounter with a woman, is what changed it for me. Um, until then, I had, and it was uh, so it was like access tools plus a woman um, changed that for me. And it was just her, um, you know, I I completely trust uh, 
I trusted me trusting her that when she said, um, no, actually you don't smell at all. It's actually really lovely. And I like really am enjoying this. And I was like, wow, I could receive that from her. And then after that, it's yeah. made it so much easier uh, to receive from a man. Right. So before that, I just thought men were lying and they were just like, yeah, yeah, I'm just doing this so that I can get you wet so that I can get in there. So I'll just pretend to like it. And I had a lot of points of view about the face that men have when they give oral sex because, you know, like your face can get scrunched up, right? Like, and you're looking down at a guy's face. And, and, and so for me, I had all these like million points of view, like you look like you're grossed out, but it's not, it wasn't that at all. It was that his face actually had to do that in order to get there. But you know what I mean? It was like <laughs> this point of view of, oh my God, you look like you're like grossed out. <laughs> so it created a lot yeah, of havoc for me. Yeah. Well, and especially, yeah. you know, if what you're looking at is, you know, going through this filter, you know, of all your points of view about it, like not being pleasant, you know, in that area, you know, it's amazing the kind of the stories we'll make up about what it is that we're seeing, yes. right? Because you could look at that expression and go, gosh, he is really into this. Like, oh, he yeah. is really enjoying himself. And it was all those points of view about the stinky smell that I just projected onto him with the face that I was like, this plus this equals blah. But there's a lot of projections, expectations, judgments, conclusions that we have around oral sex. Should we keep them or should we just destroy and uncreate them all? I don't know. Keep well, a few, right? Well, I, I vote for the destroy and uncreate so that we okay, can cool. you know, really explore what else is possible. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, all of the points of, do you want to run it or would you like me to? You go for it, girlfriend. All right. And I think this can, you know, apply to, you know, both men and women. But, you know, everything you bought in any lifetime from anyone about oral sex, giving oral sex, receiving oral sex, oral sex with a man, oral sex with a woman, and everything else around it. You return all of it to sender now and destroy and uncreate everything else that you have created out of it. Mm-hmm. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And uh, there's also someone in the chat room. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's a- such a beautiful comment. Um, there's a man who wrote in and he says, um, I went into oral sex hearing that there would be an aroma. There was no point of view about it. It would just be new, and I loved it. I associate that scent with intimacy and awesomeness. So I wonder, you know, how many men are out there, you know, who who love to give the gift of oral sex, you know, who really enjoy it, who... You know, we're really gifting is also receiving. And I wonder, you know, how many of us women are out there who are not actually able to receive that gift because we have so many judgments, judgments about our bodies, judgments, you know, about the sense of our bodies, the look, the size, the shape of it, the, the all of it. So I would, I'd really, you know, love to invite, you know, more women and to just exploring, like, what would it be like if you actually open up to the point of view that men really enjoy you? They enjoy mm-hmm. you. They enjoy your body. 
you know, and they enjoy the shape of you, the taste of you, the scent. So one of the things that I would, you know, uh, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, is something he has invited people into. And, you know, you know, eyebrows have, you know, eyebrows have gone up when he has mentioned it, but I have actually tried it myself and I suggest it to other people. But what would it be like if you began to explore your own body? What mm. would it be like for you to ta- taste yourself? Like, reach down, get some of your fluid on you, smell you, feel the texture of you. What do you taste like? And what is that like for you? And and just use the clearing statement and, you know, pot and pock, everything that comes up in your universe. Because it's like if you truly can't receive you, if you don't enjoy the taste of you, if you don't enjoy the scent, you know, how are you really going to allow someone else to enjoy you? And how can you really enjoy someone else enjoying you? Yes. That so thank you for that. Um that, that actually did remind me the bit about the, the taste new. So um that I I do I do remember that that was a factor too in getting that change too. And it's actually like uh, the less points of view I had about it, the the um even the smells of my body have changed, right? So even the tastes of my body have changed. And um yeah. And it's actually like, hmm, that's pretty darn good. I can understand why somebody would want to do that. I'd uh-huh. be going down there too, right? So now it's kind of like, after all of those years, it was like 15 years thinking I was absolutely disgusting or 16 years thinking I was like so stinking gross and disgusting. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, yeah, bring it. I'll have some of that. That's pretty awesome. And like really like enjoying the gift of what they're enjoying and also being yeah. very aware of when um when there are points of view being projected back and forth like did i just project oh my god he's hating this and then he's like oh my god i'm hating this like that'll happen we yeah. put stuff in people's heads unknowingly right so yeah how about yeah. if we could just be like way more aware and be in interesting point of view the whole time when gifting and receiving absolutely and you know i think for a lot of people you know performance you know, comes into, you know, sex and including oral sex. And I, I know we're about to uh, go into break. So maybe we can talk, you know, a little bit more about, you know, the judgment and the perfection um, and the kind of performance piece that I think often gets in the way of enjoying the gifting of oral sex as well as the receiving. Yeah, let's totally talk about that, loving this conversation. And for those of you who would like to actually call in and talk to us, speak with us directly, or you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. So when we come back from break, if you want to come on and ask stuff, please do. Thank you. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 
7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight my guest is Melanie Klinta, and we're talking thanks for the oral sex. Actually, the way that I wrote it on our event page was thanks for the oral sex, Melanie Klinta. <laughs> I liked that version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was quite the version. Yes, sharing it on my, uh, my Facebook timeline, thank you for the sex with Melanie Klinta. And I was like, wow. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> yeah, it was like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it was interesting, you know, looking at it that way. And you know what they even brought up for me because there really are so many judgments, you know, in, in the area of sex and in the area of oral sex, um, especially I think. Like really, only whores used to do that, right? Like. I'll pay you for that, or sailors would do it, or but you were going to get paid for that service. Exactly. That wasn't something that you did as a wife or a lover, but you were getting paid for that, and that was about where it stood. So, yeah, there well, is so much around oral sex and legalities, too. You mentioned that, so I did check it out. Yes, 
Yeah, we um, Lilithia and I were having a conversation on Facebook, and I said, you know, I think it's actually, you know, you know, by the book, still illegal to um, perform oral sex on some at least you know states of the United States. Did you actually check it out? Yeah, so I checked out some of it, and there are some states, um, and there are some, uh, I think Louisiana is one of them, and anal sex is still illegal there as well, and there are still some states, there are some really interesting illegalities in the U.S. around all kinds of things, like in one of the states, it's illegal to be kissing for more than five minutes, in another state, it's illegal to flirt with women who are single, <laughs> and it, yeah, the but you can flirt if they're married, right? That's right. I'm going to put that list in the chat room because it just made me laugh. Oh, great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, with oral sex, it's like, you know, that's something, you know, bad girls do. That's, you know, right. that's what the sluts do. And, you know, if, if you know, you're going to be a girlfriend or, you know, kind of, you know, wife material, you don't do that. Or if you do it, you you hold back and you use it as leverage. You use it as this, you know, sort of special treat that if you're a good girl or a good boy. And I think it's, you know, more often, you know, used as a manipulation for women, um, you know, to use with, with men. You know, yeah. if you do this, you'll, you'll get a blowjob. You'll get a blowjob. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's sort of this, you know, this, you know, carrot that's often dangled out in front of people. Um, and, yeah, there's just so many kind of stereotypical things around it. And the conversation that I don't hear very often um, is, like, the intimacy, you know, that's possible. You know, it's, uh, and, you know, what it's like to, you know, have someone, you know, be willing to have their faith in that part of your body, right? It's, you know, it's not that there's something significant, but it's like, gosh, are are we really willing to be present with somebody in that way? It's so, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little easier, I think, you know, with, you know, typical sex, you know, when the bodies are moving together, but, you know, when you're lying there and it's your job just to receive and just allow that person to gift you, I think it's a space of, it, it can be of, you know, more vulnerability. It, it, there's a lot of vulnerability with that. For me, I'm aware of that, that willingness to receive and and the willingness to receive that person's um, enjoyment, the willingness to receive their no point of view, the willingness to receive all their points of view about how much they yeah. love it and how it's the best thing on the planet and, you know, all the points of view, the willingness to be vulnerable enough to receive all of that um, is yeah. really yeah, that is like becoming um, more life-changing for me. And, and I actually really now, um, if, I, if I could just like sleep with my face in my lover's crotch, it would be like the nicest pillow in the world. I love, like I've, I enjoy, and like I was saying before, like I didn't have the point of view about gifting it. I just meant it was more about receiving it on my behalf. But uh, yeah. yeah, for me, it's like I just love, I love the smell of it. I love like that feel of it I love all of it like I could just like sleep there it's so lovely it's like a little piece of heaven right there (laughs) (laughs) well and you know it's it's interesting you know listening to different you know especially women you know talking about this subject um and you know you're someone who who really enjoys it and there are someone out some women out there where it's actually really quite difficult Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it isn't something that's actually easy for them to receive. 
And I know for me, it wasn't always easy, um, especially if it was going to take longer than a few minutes. There was this piece of like, oh my gosh, you know, if I'm taking, you know, too, if I'm taking too long to come, I'm taking too much time. Like, oh yeah, I, I need to push it, or now we need to, now we need to sixty nine because I can't just, you know, lie here this and just receive and just oh. and just and and to receive, but also to continue receiving. Yeah, and I know, yeah, and that's it's different. It's different to be like. Cool, I'm going to stimulate you for a minute or two, and then we're going to switch and I'll stimulate you for a minute or two. And then, you know, it's a little bit of a paint-by-number kind of thing. But to actually, you know, drop your barriers and just allow yourself to receive and allow your partner, you know, to gift you however long that it takes. You know, to allow yourself to, you know, have the time and space and to explore and be playful about it and to be easy with it, like, what do you like? Like, do you even know? Or have you kind of, you know, rushed through it and now we've we've moved past the oral sex portion of this evening or whatever? We've had our three minutes here. Let's move on. <laughs> we've had our three minutes. You know, let's move on. And, you know, the other piece of it, too, is, you know, when people are giving oral sex, both men and women, not everyone is, is actually gifting it from the space of gifting. So mm-hmm. how many of you, you know, have some points of views about oral sex because someone, you know, who supposedly was gifting you oral sex actually had a lot of judgment and they were doing it because they thought that they had to. And they did a performance piece of whatever, you know, they read in a cosmopolitan magazine on how to get a blowjob for a man, you know, heard from a 15-year-old friend of his you know, how to actually go down on a woman. And I think so many people are, you know, sometimes functioning from the space of performance. Here's how I do this, and then they react this way. And what I've noticed is the best times that I've had actually receiving and also gifting oral sex is this absolute presence with that other person where they don't have to react in a particular way. I don't have to do things in a particular way. But it's really about the presence and being with that person, with the texture of that person, and the scent of that person, the energy of that person, to mm-hmm. really truly be with them, to feel the connection with your hands on their body or your mouth with their body, in their body to your mouth or in their body to your hand. And I think that that's, it's, it's really different. I don't know that most people, you know, function in oral sex from that space, but what if with all kinds of sex, including oral sex, then there is a component of healing of that sexualness mm-hmm. that's there that isn't necessarily about how can I get her to come? How can I get him to come? But how can I be here? And how can I enjoy this person and this body? What can I receive with them? And what can I gift in, in these moments together? Yeah. Like one of the no, questions, it's like, what gift can I be to this body is such a fun question to ask, too. Because you never know. Yeah. And even if you've been with that person before, that what gift can I be to this body can change. Yeah. It can always be different. And, so. and there's always actually asking the person, mm-hmm. what what do you like? And check in. Do you like it when I do this? Do you like it slower? 
to, like it faster and, and beginning to get in tune with what they're saying and what they're even communicating with their body. And it becomes really, really fun when it's this, you know, space of exploration, also without the expectations that we so often put in to, you know, sex and oral sex. Yeah, there's there yeah, so all the projections, expectations, judgments, rejections and separations we have about what oral sex and the results of oral sex should be. Can we destroy and agree? Yeah, and what it shouldn't be. Can we destroy and uncreate all yeah. that? Times a godzillion. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, so um, we've had a f- uh, some kind of cool conversations in the back end here in the chat room. Um, one of the listeners uh, was saying that not everyone's technique or style is joyful to receive. And I'm not sure if it's just incompatibility or different styles or sizes or what. Um, so we've been having a little conversation here in the chat room. Um, and he says, I do like to receive oral sex, and with some partners I'd just rather not. So what I was asking is, are you willing to ask for what you would like? Um, like from that show that we did, Melanie, on the big ask, like are you willing to ask for what you truly desire, what your body requires? I mean, you were kind of mentioning it's some true. of that too. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, also, I would ask this person, I'm just looking at it on the chat as well, how aware of you, how aware, how aware are you of the judgment in the woman's world or the man's world and whoever is gifting this to you? Because I've noticed, you know, for me, I don't enjoy having sex and I don't enjoy receiving oral sex from someone who's functioning from judgment. Yeah. Either, you know, ju- often it's, it's them judging themselves. Yeah, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Is Is she liking this? Am I doing it right? Am I getting this correct? Or I'm supposed to be doing this and I'm doing this out of a sense of obligation because this is what men are supposed to like or or whatever. So when someone actually isn't present with you um, and he's actually, you know, gifting to you from kindness, you know, that would be something that you may want to ask, you know, before you have oral sex or, you know, any kind of sex with anyone is, you know, will this be fun? Will this be easy? Will I learn something? And will they be grateful? And will I be happy? You know, will I be happy? And also, like, you know, will they be kind? Yeah, will they be kind because is, like, so kind? key. It's, it is so key. And it, it really is so, so different, you know, from the intensity that the electrical you know, intensity that most people function from with sex. And they, you know, men learn a lot of it from porn. Women learn a lot of it from watching, you know, either watching porn or what they're reading in magazines or what we see in these, you know, you know, chick flick movies or whatever that is. But often kindness isn't something that's talked about with sex. Um, and I actually have a friend, she's an access facilitator, um, who's actually, you know, starting a class uh, coming up uh, called the uh, Kindness with Sex, Having Kindness with Sex. And I think it's just, you know, kind of going to blow things open. You know, mm-hmm. because most people reach orgasm often from a judgment and from an intensity. And sometimes when you bring kindness into it, it changes the energy. And some people I've noticed don't, don't actually even know how to allow themselves to relax into an orgasm rather than using contraction and judgment to build into an orgasm. 
Does that make yeah. sense? Oh yeah, it, I do. I've I've had both orgasms from that yeah. contraction and orgasms from um, a space of no judgment, which is very different. Um, and it's just like you know, you, you can change people's worlds when you're coming from that space of no judgment or conclusion of what should look like that intensity of come on, come on, come on. Would you just get off? Come on, come on, I'm doing my best. Like that that is a it's not a kindness to bodies to kind of like it's like forcing a person to have an orgasm. Forcing somebody to do anything. Um, is that a kindness? Yeah. So, so yeah. You know, yeah. I would also ask, you know, for everyone who's listening to this call right now, everything that you've already decided and concluded orgasm is, and everything you've decided and concluded orgasm isn't, from any lifetime, will you please destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Rip Rock did that, Papa called Nine Shirts, Boys and Beyonds, and everywhere you think that success in bed is an orgasm, Will you please destroy and uncreate that? Wow, there's actually a lot of energy. There's a lot on that. That's why that was funny. Was right, like, wrong, wow. good, bad, pod, online, short, ways, and beyond. So how many of you actually have oral sex um, as a means to an end? Yeah. As, wow, yeah. so everything that is, will you all That's destroy great. and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, short, ways, and beyond. And how many of you didn't start off that way? How many of you actually, like you were describing... You know, started off as a kindness and space of curiosity and wonder and just the enjoyment of pleasure. And then you were with people and you actually, you know, you know, twisted or reshaped yourself so that you can fit into this reality's version of sex, oral sex, and orgasm. Will you please destroy and uncreate all of that on time and then return it all to center with consciousness attached? Yes, right, and I know I'm the, I'm the only one that's listening that's got that issue. So <laughs> that's you know that is so this reality. It's it's unbelievable how how we've it, done that. It, if if we just the joy of our bodies as babies is like I, I just saw my little nephew the other day, and he's just this like bundle of orgasmic joy, and he looks at you, and his sexualness is so like wow, and like wow, look at you, you little. So beautiful, and like, who doesn't want to touch you in your beautiful body? And the thing is, we somewhere we start to make all of that like weird, right? So, I, my thing yeah. is like, what if we could tap into that joy of that baby embodiment where we're just like, woohoo, check me out, I'm alive. Yes, you're giving me attention. Yes, I can flirt with you. Yes, I can communicate with you energetically all the time. And guess what? If you're actually listening, you might have some pleasure with that. Because they are so willing to gift pleasure with their bodies and receive it. It's so beautiful. What if we could have it more is, of that? And, and, it's, and it brings up a really interesting energy when you talk about children and mm -hmm. sexualness or sexual energy in terms of receiving in copulation and oral sex as an adult. Right? It brings up this really, really weird energy. Yes, it does. So... So everywhere that, you know, everywhere that you guys have taken the sexual energy and you actually made it about copulation, you've taken the orgasmic energy of sexualness, which doesn't have anything to do with actually having sex or copulating, which is the healing, nurturing, you know, space of no judgment, that's 
sexualness is an energy of creation. Wow. So ever you've bend and folded and stapled and mutilated yourself and constricted it into only, you know, the bedroom with that particular person and for you, you know, allowed it to, like the word that comes up is be perverted. Mm -hmm. You know, when we try to create a separation with anything and we try to, we, we change it from what it actually is, we bastardize something. And we can't, and we won't let ourselves be aware of particular energies. So, well, so everything that that brings up or lets it down, will you all destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop up online, shirts, boys, and beyond. So it's like, I can have the sexual energy, you know, in the bedroom in this particular way, but because of everything you've decided that I mean, as far as, you know, copulation and sex, we actually won't allow it to be present with us, you know, when we are around children. And if it does come up, all of a sudden you're a pervert, you're you're this, you're that. And if you perceive the energy in, in, in children, you know, we'll often shut that down in them also. So ever you've bastardized the sexual energy and the energy of orgasm and sexualness, and you've twisted and folded and stapled and mutilated it so that you can't actually fully receive it with your body with oral sex or sex, and you can't receive it in nature, and you can't receive it with, you know, every object in the room around you, and you can't receive it with your friends, and you can't receive it with the opposite sex, and you can't receive it with with young people and with children. Will you please destroy and uncreate it so that you have total choice with it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Because when you don't allow yourself to be aware of it, you don't have total choice. And I think that's where it tends to come out in a way with people or young people where it does have that twist. Mm-hmm. Sort of there's there's so much on that. It's like, it, yeah. It, it's just like, so what's going on with me right now, Melanie, is like so much energy on this that I'm like, whoa, what is this? Like, there's so much there. Like, there's so much stuff around uh, this the sexualness of children and how we how we pervert it or how we switch it and how we mess it up or whatever we're doing to it. Like, there's so much so there. How how aware were you of that as a child? Like, how much sexualness? You know, how much do you have a capacity with sexualness? Yeah, I, I know I did, even as a child. Um, and how and was I that remember, received? Um, yeah. Not at all. Not at all, not at all. Like, I remember being three or four and being aware. Uh, I really wanted to run naked in the backyard, and I was made very wrong for it and, like, mocked for it. Um, and then, mm-hmm. so then I started to, like, not do that anymore. And then I would I still want to be, like, naked in the backyard. And then uh, I would try and do it where nobody would see me. Um, and then, again, I would get in trouble for it or whatever, or be made fun of. So then I started to, like, turn in and become kind of, like, um, avoiding all of that joy of my my body and embodiment. And then it went to, like, every, every time I got naked, I felt like I was going to be laughed at, like, ever after that and it's like something that I'm still kind of like working on like if I get naked are you going to laugh at me 
because that's how I know, right. like, you get naked and people laugh at you, right? So there was, well, there's so much on that there. I think you're probably speaking for a lot of people right now, both men and women. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I think so often it starts as children. And because we've all received it, we will often, you know, be that with other people too, thinking that that's just, you know, how, you how it, it is, right? how people are supposed to be. So for you and for, for everyone, like, so all the points of view that you were aware of, everywhere that you were impaled or impaled with points of views of the wrongness of your body, the wrongness of your sexual energy, the wrongness of the sexualness of you. Wow. You yeah, please wow. destroy and uncreate it. Oh, no. Time to go and delete. Yeah. Right, wrong, yeah. and done, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond, and everywhere like that you think you need to hold on to it to somehow protect yourself. To protect mm-hmm. yourself from the ugly, mean people and the ugly, mean energy and points of views that you've been aware of, and therefore you just continue to draw them to you. Will you please destroy and uncreate it so that you can actually now have all the sexual energy and all the sexualness and all the kindness with your body and with sex and all the oral sex that you truly know is possible? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, just boys and beyond. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, wow, that was interesting what all that brought up. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, and it's like yeah, every, cool. anything that, you know, might be, you know, locked into the body, will you and will everyone, and including myself, just all of it, will you allow it to just, you don't even have to know what it is. Just allow it to dissipate into the earth and allow the earth to be with you and be with your body. To be with the skin of your body and the scent of your body and how your body works, how it moves. And allow the earth to show you the energy of sexualness, the energy of sexual energy, but the earth is at the animals though. The plants and the bird and all the mythical creatures. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> That's yeah, delicious. Pretty amazing. Yeah, and it really, really is. And what's cool is that we can have this at every moment. And how fun would it be to actually include our bodies and everyone else and other not maybe not everyone else, but and <laughs> include you know the Everyone's other bodies that we like to play with. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can have it. You can have it yourself. Like this energy is always available. And what if we didn't have to exclude it outside of sex and oral sex? What if we could receive it all the time and then just choose who we'd like to play with with that energy? What if it's always available? Yeah, so for all the listeners out there, are you aware that maybe, just maybe, she's on to something here and it could always be available? (laughs) Just possibly. Well... And so often we're like, you know, we're our bodies require that energy. Healthy, yeah. thriving, connected bodies have sexual energy moving through them. And we often, we perceive a sexual energy. We, we are aware, like, oh, I desire that sexual energy. And we think, I need to go find somebody to copulate with. I need to go find someone to have sex with. That isn't always what we're asking or what we're, bodies are requiring. And it takes us, again, out of really choosing who it's going to be fun to play with. Because it becomes a need 
not a desire and a choice and just something to play with. So yes, everyone, what if this energy is always available to you? And then the touching yourself or someone else touching you or being with you is just icing on the cake. So for people who um, maybe don't know even how to tap into that energy, you know, um, I know for me, literally, like, I can lie on the ground um, and just, like, be just be there for a bit, you know, uh, and just kind of, like, yeah. the more I'm just there and, and aware of the sounds of the birds and the sounds of the grass growing, like, literally, that kind of a acute awareness, like, when I acute maybe not the word, but it, there is like this, yeah. it's like, wow, you can actually perceive everything that's growing, moving, and the aliveness of everything. Um, yeah. That, like, well, that's when the body know, starts to receive that too. Awesome. And that's that orgasmic energy, right? Well, that's what it is for you. Right. So I would, I would really love to invite people to just begin to, you ask yourself the question, what is orgasmic energy for me? How do how do I perceive orgasmic energy with my body? And you know, ask and so you shall receive. Begin to just ask the question and start to notice. Because it might be lying on the ground and you know what you were describing, Melissa. And so many of us have points of view about what orgasmic energy should feel like and what it is. Mm-hmm. So everywhere you've already like all your decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations and definitions of what orgasmic energy feels like, will you please destroy and uncreate it? All right, I'm going to add pop-up on the boys and beyond. And what energy space and consciousness can you and your body be to know, be, perceive, and receive orgasmic sexual energy the way you do with totally ease? And will you destroy and uncreate anything that doesn't allow you that now? Mm-hmm. Rare on get bad pop on nature's poison yeah. And I've noticed it's different for me at different times. Like what if orgasmic energy changes as much as you do? Yes, that's true too. This whole <laughs> lying on the earth thing is fairly like a new experience that way. Yeah. Um that or I've just become aware of it again or something. But yeah, and it's it is different yeah. and sometimes it's like other sensations or smells will just be like, Wow. There's, yeah, it's it really all the starts time. popping. It, it's it's like our bodies begin to wake up. Yeah, you know, because I've noticed when my body's really awake, and I'm really like, wow, my body's alive. All of my senses are awakened in this, the sensualness, right? The texture of things, the feel of the earth, the coolness, the scent of the moist earth with your body, or the scent of a coffee and the heat. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from the mug in your hands or the feel of a flower petal, you know, against your cheek or touching your lips really softly. And I've noticed, you know, in exploring the sensualness and, and actually going, gosh, I had no idea I was such a sensual person. That this is something really natural for me that I've had to reawaken also because like you, it wasn't something people were comfortable with, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed... Like, you know, we're talking about oral sex, like, gifting oral sex and receiving oral sex, you know, both have increased in pleasure. And then also even, like, the technique in gifting, you know, in exploring the senses and really exploring 
what is, you know, what is that orgasmic energy for me? What is that sensual? And I'm, I'm like, I'm using words here, but I'm also, you know, giving an energy. Yeah. And when you, ooh, you can be that with yourself, you know, walking through your day. Well, you can be that with your own body. And oh my goodness, now, if you're including the earth and you're including your own body, you're including all the sexual energy, the sexualness, the sensual energy. Now, imagine gifting someone oral sex. Imagine receiving from someone who's actually being that space with you. Who literally is like enjoying you and breathing you in like a flower. Breathing you in like the most divine, delicious specimen of a body on the planet. And also giving that to someone. And to me, it begins to heal those places and spaces, you know, from our childhood. It begins to to heal the places where we've had experiences with people and they weren't kind and they did judge us. Mm -hmm. And they judge themselves and we are so aware of. And when we can be that with another person and receive that with another person, I believe that it begins to even wash away and allow us to be this incredible healing space with ourselves and with other people. So what if the gifting and the receiving and with oral sex could, could, you know, be an invitation to a totally different way of being in your life with people, with the earth, with your body, with everything, including sex? Totally. For One of the things um, that seems like really practical about this is like, you know, oral sex is you're putting something in your mouth. So uh, in Access Consciousness, we have these tools for, you know, if you're going to ingest anything, you can ask your body, like, body, would you like to ingest this? Body, you know, would you like to smell this? So there's a class by Danielle Carter called Right Body for You, and she has a radio show on this uh, station as well, and she uses uh, some amazing tools. And uh, one of them in one of her classes is that, you, you know, you pick out some food and then you smell it. And you just really be in that space of like smell it, like really like let your whole body receive the smell of it. And then you taste it and let your whole body receive the taste of it. And so, and you know, and then you go and you have like a little nibble and then you just see what that's like. So what if you can apply those um, tools of discovery, like Melanie was saying, like playing with the discovery and the playfulness. And what if you can use some of those tools for those of you who might not know what some of them are, is like just start to taste, smell, touch and like so when you're tasting it like taste and just like hmm body no you know do you you know would you like more of this or would you like to do something else because what does your body also know about the other partner's body like if your body is like okay tasting's good i'm gonna go kiss a thigh now like what does your body know about gifting pleasure so like being in the question for that is such a gift Uh, a gift to your body and gift of their body Exactly, and questions are so brilliant, you know, with sex. So often we just go into the conclusions with sex, but just like you're saying, and then you actually don't have to say it out loud, but you can ask their body, body, what would give you the most pleasure? Mm-hmm. Body, where would you like to be licked? Body, would you like to just be touched with my hands? Where would you like to be touched? How would you like to be touched? What pressure would you like? And really... 
being in the question, you know, with that and that person's body will give you information. And often it just comes as that's the next thing that you would like to do. Like sometimes it's not very cognitive. Yeah. But yeah, those questions, that's, you know, a brilliant tip, you know, to share. There's so many places to go with this topic, isn't there? I know. And it's just it's not like, enough I know. time. I know we're coming up at the top of the hour, and I'm like, oh. I know. We're just, we're just getting started. I'm so grateful that they came up with that, and we'll have to have it to be continued on this on, on, uh at the looks of it in November, by the way. I've been booking people. So I've got about two I'm minutes to end, Melanie. <laughs> Thanks. I, um, I've got about two minutes to end, and I'm wondering, um, I noticed that you have a class posted uh, about magical stuff. If you can just give people some info on that in the last two minutes, that'd be great. I I do. Um, actually, it's something I actually, the class presented itself yesterday, so I don't have much to up about it right now. Um, but it, you know, it's for, it's called um, Unleashing the Magical Mythical You. And it's really for, you know, people who've always felt like there's a greatness within them, who've always felt like, you know, the hero or the heroine, and I have just poured over fantasy novels since I was a kid. And if I've always felt like this is the life I should be living, and then I look at this reality and go, oh, like, that doesn't exist here, or, and then I can't exist here. So the class is really about unleashing, opening up the actual magical mythical you that you know is possible and that I know is possible and actually creating the epic adventure of your life that may look really different than a fantasy novel, but that actually is available. Um, So if people would like more information since I don't have anything posted um, up about it yet, you can email me at melanieclampett at gmail.com and you can uh, stay posted on the class. Um, I'll have some information up soon at melanieclampett.com. Awesome. Thank you, Melanie. And just before we leave, for any of you who are interested in jumping in on my free telecall on October 20th called Bust Open Your Psychic Self, you can let me know. Um, I am having a, it's going to be about a one to one and a half hour call on that, just because that's one of my skills too. I like to do that and it just sounded like a lot of fun. So until next week, I want to thank you, Melanie, for being on the show. It was such a pleasure. And thank you everybody for listening and playing in the back end. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.